This is Radical Strategies. So welcome to Radical Strategies, Wesley. In, in Radical Strategies, are, the aim is to try and look into the future to see if we can gain any insights. These are rather complex times that we live in these days. And in our minds, in my mind, I don't know why I'm talking in the plural. Um, yeah, in our minds, the best way to try and get insight for the future is to study the present a bit. So for today, we're going to be looking at subject of collabs, which somehow is different than collaborations, maybe. It seems like collab is almost an end unto itself. I'm trying to understand it. Before we jump in, why don't you just give us a little intro to yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, th this is the, the problem with lack of coffees. See, I, very unprofessional. <laughs> no, 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 I was, I was going to go there anyway. So yeah. um, my name is Wesley Chan. Um, I am a co-founder of a production company called Wong Fu Productions, which um, it primarily does uh, short films on YouTube, on a YouTube channel, um, also called Wong Fu Productions. We started back in 2005 when we were, when me and my uh, two friends, um, other co-founders were in college. Um, did, did the internet even exist back then? No. <laughs> the internet existed, but uh, streaming video was still a novelty. Yeah, uh, YouTube didn't exist yet. Um, so we were hosting videos on our own website mm. and, um, you know, uh, people were downloading them that way. Um, and most of the people that were downloading them were people like us, uh, peers, um, largely Asian American because mm. they weren't seeing their own faces on traditional media. Yeah. So when we were making short films, comedies, sketches, and, and dramas, you know, love stories and things with, you know, Asian leads, they were like, oh, wow, this is, you know, I've never seen this and I, I'm relating to this. Um, so we have a large uh, audience in the Asian American community, um, but beyond that, um, I yeah I write and direct for Wong Fu Productions, but I'm also a designer, uh, graphic design. Um, I guess you'd say industrial product design now too. Um, and I'm like Rod, I'm just interested in um, uh, all kinds of fields that that will allow us to keep learning because I think the the intersection of different fields is where things get really interesting mm. and that's where mm. we can grow the most. Um, so that's a little bit about me, like super summed up. Um, well, let, let's just uh, establish another thing before we jump into your analysis is that um, you also have gained a large following, right? So yes. that is a currency of, sort, of a form, right? So we could say that uh, Mr. Wesley Chan is a influencer, whatever <laughs> whatever that means. And yes. we're not necessarily here to talk about the that economy and that space, but I think it's worthwhile. In this case, we can look through collab through the lens of someone who's established themselves and has that following, and then see what kind of opportunities and creative projects are available. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I I. I am definitely um, very grateful for the following that I've I've gained, mm. um, and from that, yeah, it it, it has opened certain doors. Um, and um, it, to answer your question about collaboration, um, a, a collab versus a collab versus a collaboration. I think these <laughs> days, like honestly, I I still say collab when it you know collab is um, like you said, it's it's. There's so many different meanings of it mm. now, and um, I mean, it all stems from collaboration—the original yeah. word. Yeah. So I, I think I, I just say it that way. But 
I think it, a collaboration is truly one when when both parties create something that neither would independently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something oh, that interesting. At least those there's there's a lot of different kinds of collabs, mm-hmm. but those are the ones that I'm most I guess I admire or or I see the most um, value in mm-hmm. because you're you're honestly creating something that would not exist otherwise. But those are few and far between. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, someone does have to take a lead, and that's um, you know that's because maybe the the resources or um, the vision or the industries are, are so divergent that it does take one person to reach over and and offer this opportunity. Yeah. Well, this is an interesting question, right? When well, when is a creative or a designer hired to execute as a third party supplier mm-hmm. for a company? And when is it a collab? What is the difference? When is it a collab? I think when both when both people or companies, when that conversation is balanced mm-hmm. and both people can walk away saying, I I had, you know, a, a a significant amount of input so that we both feel that this was like our baby, this was yeah. our product. And kind of disregarding the 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 money aspect of it or how things were split, but both people feel like they had an integral part. In deciding what that final product is, then mm-hmm. it's a collab. Would you say that the external communication and credit is also a part of that? External communication. Yeah. Um, so say, say for example, one company that there might be an established company that has budgets um, hires X designer, creative name influencer to okay maybe not influencer but x creative agency designer etc to do a project for them and then they release it and they don't mention that Uh, person versus if they mention it if they if they release it and then that that the name of that collaborator mm -hmm. is front and center and presented almost in an equal way to the hosting brand or the the brand that's uh funding mm-hmm. it or uh, or has brought everything together that's taken the lead um, there I, I I'm still trying to figure this out but it seems to me like there's a difference between work for hire I, and and collab for sure and I think you you, you pointed out a perfect example of that mm-hmm. if if the brand or a company that's um, asking or requesting an artist but not not um, giving them an identification or not giving them kind mm-hmm. of a identity to that final product, that doesn't seem like they really value them unless it was something that was talked about before. And there's mm-hmm. like a strategical reason for that. Yeah. Um, then it really just seems like work for hire. And example of that is in film. If, if I'm asked to be production um, and purely production, you know, supply the equipment, Mm-hmm. Press press the record button, make sure things are in focus versus direct and actually guide that project. Mm-hmm. That's very different, and um, I, I think that's a very clear indicator of what when something is not a collab. Um, if if there's no credit given to um, both parties equally, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's an that's an interesting one. Um, if we look at it through a different lens and we look at the the challenges of of creatives and um you could even use the word exploitation of creatives mm-hmm. um you sometimes have 
credit on one hand and you're getting paid on the other and budgets on the other hand. And sometimes yeah. um, the increase of credit means that the budget yeah. <laughs> is dropping possibly. It, that, that exchange um, or that balance mm. um, these days, or actually I feel like it's getting better now. There's a better understanding of fairness. Yeah. Um, but before, you know, there's this idea that, you know, exposure, our, our, our currency that we're going to pay you in is an exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if we can't offer monetary, uh, you know, monetary um, compensation, yeah. uh, whatever you gain from this, well, you know, you'll get our cross-platform audience and, you know, we'll, we'll feed each other in that way. And someone um, else will pay you yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. Well, the, the other interesting thing to look at or trend is when that collaborator that's being brought in has their own platform or their own audience, mm-hmm. then that, that shifts things, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I think it, if, I mean, honestly, like, uh, let's, let's talk about um, uh, these glasses that I made. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> these are Jin's um, Eyewear, which is a, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a Japanese eyewear company. Mm-hmm. They recently moved to the States and um, they, they asked me if I wanted to create my own frames. And, um, you know, I, I wasn't, it wasn't like a 50, 50 split of how we were going to get paid. Not like the payout was going to be, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't going to make the money from people, whoever bought the glasses per se. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a percentage, but, uh, the fact is I would never be able to create, I wear glasses on my own mm-hmm. as an influencer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to put value in just that opportunity alone. The, the yeah. ability to create that is is far more than me asking for you know 50 of the profits um so i think the value is decided by by the artist um and if if it makes sense for them if this is going to open a new door for them to create something new and that they're excited about then it's worth it and mm. ultimately you want both parties to be fans of each other before they start working with each other yeah if if that happens then there's a synergy there's i mean as we say organic because you're already like admiring what the other person or company is doing mm-hmm. so that natural that natural kind of a uh, dialogue to work together uh comes naturally yeah yeah that that's a really good point i haven't considered that before that definitely creates the the foundation for a good project an enjoyable project yeah that and having that level of respect and uh and fandom I think respect is is the word, and mm-hmm. and it's an understanding of that first kind of tapping on the others to to get their attention. If it's met with, well, what am I going to get out of this? Versus, you know, I've I've been wanting to do this for the longest time, mm-hmm. and this is a great opportunity to do that. I think that's when it really sparks an excitement that people the the that like external audience can can feel that they'll know. Um, you know, whether they follow the artist or the brand, they'll know when something feels right. It it helps if the organization itself is ready to collaborate, um, especially when you're dealing with a bigger company. Uh, that That's well, definitely very important. Um, what would you say is um, counts as like being ready? I think... Um, there needs to be a meaningful a desire 
both from the marketing and, and PR groups and social media groups, but also from within the design departments of any said company, especially when you're dealing with product design-based uh, collaborations. Um, I think that that is quite important. There, there could be a potential for misconception of what is involved. Um, mm. Or you might just do something which is very surface. And... Um, yeah. Right, you might just add colors to said product, right? <laughs> yeah. And you, yeah. you're not necessarily willing to go that extra mile to make a unique uh, collaboration. You, your team probably could have done it themselves, right? Just throwing some different colors in exactly. and call that call that a meaningful collaboration. Yeah. Um, and sometimes large corporations are also not necessarily ready, at least when they first try it. It's not to say that they shouldn't do it. Because mm -hmm. it, it, it does bring a lot of dynamic tension and creative energy and also can be very inspiring to any organization, especially the creative and design departments, to have a third party come in to, uh, the, to work with the, these, these uh, creatives internally and also bring a, a fresh energy in or a new way of looking at things. At the same time... Um, that organization needs to be willing to do things differently or go yeah. against the the way that things are done or even the corporate culture that may exist. Yeah. Uh, I, I know what you mean now. And I think there was a time when uh, collab was used a little too liberally. Yeah. When I'm not sure we're out of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll say that those projects are still happening, mm -hmm. but I think there's a greater awareness of you know, does does that really does that really count, or is that really mm. as balanced as um, as it could be? And I yeah. think when you when you slap you know a different colorway on something and and you and you give you, know, you put a badge on it and say that it's collab, on one hand, I get it. Like on one hand, as as a, I guess on the on the business or production side of it, it's like creating something totally new. As much as I admire that, takes a lot of money and resources to do. Mm. Um, and, and, you know, it could be if, if you're making either, if you're making a mold, that's completely new, that's, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to create that mold, um, just to create this new silhouette of something, um, versus, you know, using what you already have and changing the variation of it. I'm not going to argue that that's that iteration of that thing. Yeah. It hasn't existed yet. So you mm -hmm. could define that mm -hmm. you could define that as new. So I think it's. I want to be fair in saying that I know that there are collabs like that happening and I understand why they, they have to be on that scale mm -hmm. when you don't have the capital or you don't have the resources to create something totally new. You start, you have to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I think it is, it is still admirable for people to, or for brands to work with artists in a way that it, it, it gives something new and it, get, and it, and it sheds light. It brings attention to that artist. Maybe, yeah, yeah. you know, that is, that is exposure. Yeah. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna knock on um, projects like that, but I think um, I think there there is a tendency for you know um, artists maybe to be pay, taken advantage of when when it is something like that. Yeah, um, uh, I, I think um, well if if we imagine maybe someone that's watching this might be trying to learn some potential best practices here, or can we bring any insights to to anyone mm -hmm. that that's observing this? One thing that is important, and this is a word that we, we used before, is, is respect. 
and that if a creative is coming in in a collaboration, they're being commissioned and paid, um, then they can't be treated as work for hire in that when they bring their vision to the table, that is the vision that they're bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. And that is a very different proposition than if they're working for someone or working more as a commercial artist. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's constraints with with budget and the reality of implementing a design or putting a design into production, which is a factor where where things there may need to be a back and forth there. And I, I'd say that that's one key differentiator between a company that wants to get in on this collaboration business or, or do a special project um, and then bringing in a third party to execute for them versus them bringing in a, a creative or a third party or influencer or artist to, to collaborate. Um, the, it's the treatment of that creative as, the, as you go through the process and the weight that what right. they're bringing to the table, how that <clears throat> is uh, looked at. Yeah, I think the it's it's almost like input versus direction. If mm-hmm. you're in work for a hire, uh, you, you kind of follow the directions, and you you can give input, mm-hmm. and uh, the 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 brand can either decide to go with it or not. Ultimately, mm-hmm. they're deciding what needs to happen, and yeah. you can kind of give input along the way. Yeah, with a collab, it should be. Uh, the brand should know that whatever this artist brings, they should be open to at least hear it out and see that direction and and um, have a conversation whether they can do it or not. Mm-hmm. But they should be ready for what that artist decides to do. Yeah, and I think they should. That's ultimately that's the reason they're asking the artist because they yeah. want to they want to know what, what would you do with this, right? Mm-hmm. It's not um, when they're when, when a brand says, okay, this is. Here are the here's what we want to make. Here's A, B, and C options that you can change. But other than that, this is what it has to be. That's a very weak collaboration. Versus, I want to know what you want to make. Just anything we can. Let's hear it. Let's hear it all out. Um, you know, we might not be able to do everything, but it, it, you know, the floor is yours. Mm-hmm. I think when when that happens, um, ultimately uh, that, that that already leads feels like a more of a, a balanced conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and going back to these glasses that I, that I made, it wasn't like, here's the model that we want you to fix or give input to. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, you know, draw us whatever you want to make. Um, and we're going to, we're going to try our best to make it. And we actually did a few frames that were very different and very ambitious. Mm. And we actually made samples of them. And we decided we had to pull this back because, uh, practically or, or, um, and that some of the engineering didn't really make sense, and we we reined it in a little bit. But the fact that Jins was was open to hearing um, and seeing some something that completely came out of my mind and not theirs, just to see what ideas I had, mm. I think was a great way to start the conversation. Where do you think this can go? Um, collab, collaboration, collab, mm. whatever it's called. When did this happen anyway? When did collab become collab? I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know, and I and I I'm like self conscious about when you know about that change because mm-hmm. it makes me feel like I'm I'm like a little outdated if I don't say it a certain way. But yeah, um, 
I'm I'm actually I'm I'm actually find, finding a lot of uh, comfort in in your confusion as well. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a there are no rules here. There are no rules, and, and there are different right. uh, different sectors that are approaching this differently. Yeah, and and you could look at say Nike, and um, as as one of the the main proponents of this part of the collab world, right? Because they're a big big company. Yeah. And they're, they're working with so many um, different artists, athletes, etc. I think the what you're saying is the future of mm-hmm. collapse, where it's um, kind of this bigger giant brand corporation or or whatever reaching mm-hmm. out to an opposite end of the spectrum to a single individual, maybe. Um, basically, that bridge is becoming more common now. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, there's there's less of a wall between that brand and that, that artist that they're collaborating with. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking think, of BMW art cars too. We're going back to the 1970s, mm. like uh, mid seventies is when um, you had Lichtenstein, you had Andy Warhol, you know, they're all doing yeah. cars for BMW in the late seventies. And that is, that is the same thing, right? Right. It is. Yeah. What you the, see, the, you see now with car companies are, are, uh, I think BMW did a project with uh, Futura. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it I don't. More to, it's almost it's it's like an art, an art piece, you know. Like yeah. even it literally is an art piece. And um, speaking of BMW, they do you remember the 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 films that they did? Oh yeah, BMW films. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, Guy Ritchie. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and those were some huge name directors not just like a few of them all of them were mm-hmm. big names you know and and the actors that they were putting in those films and and you know they they, they all featured um clive owen as this driver um loosely connected stories mm-hmm. but um bmw was just the like literally the vehicle to to propel this series of films i thought that was the coolest thing yeah um, so maybe so they, the, the the way you can look at it is that these things have been going on for a long time they just it's more that the label has formed right the, right the verb of collabing yeah you know yeah that that has evolved over time yeah but the partnership the conversation to get to the final product has been around for a long time yeah yeah very interesting so what what uh advice um do you have for us what is your radical strategy of the day um if we look at what you're doing Right. Um, yeah. And we imagine someone watching this that would love to be in a position where they're being commissioned to to have their own product line or to you know mm-hmm. bring their name and and create a vision to something. What uh, it from what I can tell, it, it all happened organically. Um, I don't yeah. know if you necessarily set out to to have your own uh, line of glasses, but um, but yeah. what what advice uh, can you give us? Um, I would say. Um, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Here. Here we'll go at okay. the same time. Ready? Yeah. It, yours, <laughs> yours click in a in a better way. And the other thing I'd say uh, is that I had nothing to do with these. Well, you're oh. you're a friend. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, rattle strategy. That's a great question. And um, you, like I you can said take before, them off now. It's distracting. <laughs> Uh, it, it's so much more comfortable when I when I can hide behind the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually, I mean, you know this. I'm usually on. I feel like I'm usually on the other side of the camera. Oh. Sometimes I step I step in front, mm. but um, it's a great question. I think 
I think now is an exciting time because brands uh, can be more daring with their collaborations. Mm-hmm. And they're, like you said, there are no rules. And um, I think the best advice is just to maintain the respect. Even, even if you can't offer exactly what um, I keep saying brand and artist, maybe that's all how I describe the relationship. Mm-hmm. But even if that brand can't offer exactly what the artist in, envisions, if they're open to hearing it and, and, um, you know, pulling certain elements that they can do as a starting point. I think that's a great start to that relationship. Mm-hmm. And a collaboration doesn't have to be a, a you know, one and done. I think if it, if it does start with, all right, we're going to give you a choice of colorways and we want to know what you would do. Mm-hmm. If that's where the conversation starts, but there's an ongoing relationship where eventually they're able to create that thing that the artist um, really envisioned and it has elements of both parties then that's great i think a collaboration shouldn't just be a a here's your one chance to do something and um we're going to capitalize off of it after that see you bye it was nice working with you Mm -hmm. that's that's unfortunate if it's a ongoing relationship that the public feels is deserved is earned um and has made sense along the way and both parties feel that way too that's Mm -hmm. that's what you want to establish um it has not to get too, I guess, philosophical or, or woo-woo about it. Um, it really is a feeling that needs to be mutual of, of respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can't, you can't just slap a, well, you're 50% of profits. Uh, here's your label. Here's my label. Together, that means it's a collab. Mm-hmm. I think when you can feel that um, I had an equal amount of um, input and, and direction in it, then it's truly a collab. Fantastic. Well, thank you for your time, Wesley. Of course. Yeah.